welcome to the uncanny link where physics meets metaphysics the podcast that can help you optimize your decision making skills in just under 30 minutes and i'm your host vashali nikade hi and welcome this is vashali and today's episode is all about stepping up our line of preference and i'm going to start with a simple analogy for running because you are either a runner which means you run or you have seen someone or observed someone that is running so either way you'll be able to understand the premise better so when i started running i wasn't quite comfortable or my body or muscles were not so used to running because even though i had exercised for a long time i had never really done anything related to long distance running so when i first started i would do the run walk method which is you run a little bit then you walk and then you run and you walk and as you progress you increase the distance for running and decrease the distance for walking and then pretty soon you can run for 10 minutes and just take a break for 1 minute so that's called like 10 1 intervals so gradually i upped my running intervals to 10 1 and ran a half marathon but when i first started the practice runs were like 3 to 5 miles and in order for me to do that i would do what is known as 4 1 intervals which is 4 minutes running and 1 minute walking and then as i graduated i was able to increase my running intervals to a lot more and i could run continuously for 10 minutes and then just walk for a minute or so so why am i bringing running up in the podcast that's because it's all about the reference and the further you are in your journey your reference point is going to change so when i start running and i can barely run for a minute or two i have a different reference point than when i'm running for 10 minutes in episode 4 i mentioned that the spirit does not have any bounds of time or space which means that literally the spirit can see through space and see through time and seeing through time is what is or what will enable us to time travel so we are going to take a look at seeing through space first because time travel may be a little bit too exotic uh for you uh to get right now unless you've had some experiences yourself like i have so let's look at the reference points for seeing through space and it's going to be easier to understand once we have a frame of reference Technology today has come to a point where electronic devices have the ability to see through space. 
but just let's go back in time like long long time back in the era of kings and queens where there was no tv no telephone line and no technology so during those times what people would do is send messengers you may have heard that pigeons were used as messengers so that could be one messenger and also people literally would serve as messengers because there was no other way to communicate what we take for granted today like picking up a phone or sending an email all that technology was not there at the time so slowly technology started peeking in or making its way in and the first invention was the telephone and with the telephone it was possible for two people to be geographically apart and talk to each other in real time which sort of eliminated the need of a messenger so initially the messenger was doing the job and then it was the telephone which was doing the job of the two people or helping the two people to communicate and soon enough radio came in the picture and you could hear things all across just by having a box in your place and then tv came where you could actually see things so as time progressed you could be in the same location and get the information a lot lot sooner so think about the time it would take for a messenger to deliver a message from one point to another assuming that he is going on a horse so depending on the distance it may take like 5 minutes 10 minutes 2 hours 5 hours however if you change the medium and go from the messenger who's traveling to just using a telephone it happens in almost no time it's instantaneous and then along with the radio there is multiple multiple people who can listen to the radio so the same message can be communicated or rather broadcasted to a mass amount or quantity of people and with the tv you can also see what is going on in different places or different parts of the world just by being in your living room so as though that was not enough along came the gps and if you've used google maps then you know that the maps can direct you and give you the route and show you that there is an accident and you can take a detour and all of this happens in real time so the point is that technology has come far enough that space has become transparent and we can actually see through space meaning that i can sit here in my living room and see via the television or a video call what is going on somewhere else whereas if we go back to the first point of reference where 
I was looking at the kings and queens, you would need to have a messenger communicate the message and there was no way they could actually see or physically at least see what the space on the other side looks like or looked like. So this is what seeing through spaces, that's in a layman's term. Now, what if we could actually see through time? So seeing through time would mean being in present time and looking at the past and being in present time and looking at the future, which is commonly known as time travel. Commercial technology is not there yet to be able to see through time. But notice I use the word commercial technology which means that there is some technology outside of commercial technology which can indeed see through time. And I'm going to give you a real life example in a little bit. But over the next tens or maybe hundreds of years, I don't know the exact time period, technology will evolve and people will be able to see through time which means that people will be able to time travel. So when I was looking at this example or when I was giving this example, I made one major assumption. What was that assumption? The assumption is that I was referring to the senses of the body. And uh, if you haven't heard episode four, I talk in detail and elaborate on the senses of the body and the senses of the spirit. So in terms of the senses of the body, things work differently than in terms of senses of the spirit. And as a spirit, we can actually travel in time. So what does that mean? It means that with the abilities of the spirit, it is possible to sense if something coming up is good or bad, for lack of a better term. Or if a decision that you make will propel you forward or it's going to make things go down south. And clairvoyance is one such ability. I discussed clairvoyance in the previous episode in detail, and you can go and listen to that episode in order to get an in-depth understanding. And using clairvoyance, you can actually see through a decision. So what does it really mean to be able to see through a decision for an entrepreneur? It depends on what level you are at in terms of seeing through it. So you can think of the same analogy of the messenger physically delivering the message versus making a video call and you being able to see through space. So I talked a little bit about the difference between an intuitive and a psychic. And the difference is that the psychic can zoom in or hone in on the minor details. And it's almost like seeing a blob 
of color and saying that the color is blue or red and then zooming in and describing the features in great detail and describing the image of what is actually present. So how exactly would that help an entrepreneur? So I'm going to give you a real life example from a reading that I did for a client in the last couple months. And what she had is she had a contract for which she was putting in a bid of $225,000. So if you were able to see through time, you could probably see how much bid can I put so that it gets accepted by the other party if it, there was only a price war. We are making an assumption that all of the things remain the same and the only competition is based on price. So I made a comment earlier about the frame of reference and it's kind of difficult for someone to believe if they've never had any such experience before in terms of what a reference point may be for traveling through time or seeing through time. In terms of this particular contract, she was very nervous whether or not she would get it because she was very interested in getting the contract. So as I peeked into it and I looked at the numbers, I can literally slide a scale and see at what point is the contract going to fall off. And in her case, it was around 260,000. So she put in a bid for 260K and she actually ended up winning the contract. So just think about it. If you were able to hone in your clairvoyant abilities and you could just see through the numbers and predict as to what was the number or what would the number be, that would make the other party say no or say yes. How would that change things for you? So it's something that comes with practice and not something which you're going to get overnight. But as you make decisions down the road, you can play with some numbers or play with some decisions and kind of slide the scale left, right and see what is the number at which point things are going to fall apart. And depending on how strong or how intense your clairvoyant abilities are, you'll be able to sense it. It may not be perfect the first time, but as you exercise the muscle or flex the muscle more and more, you will start getting more and more information. So what it means is that whenever you want to make a decision or you have to make a decision, you can sort of travel in time and see what would happen on the other side. Like how would the other party react if I made this offer for 200, is it too low, is it too high? Will they accept it? 
or is my offer just going to fall apart for the price? So what you can do is exercise your clairvoyant ability in a couple of different ways. One is for a decision you've made in the past. And if you've made a decision in the past, you may have to go down the memory lane a little bit and think that did you get any sort of a flash of an image or a picture that helped you make a decision. Or you can make it or use it for a decision for the future. So you can flex the muscle for a decision for the future for whatever contract you may want to put a bid on or anything else where you think that, okay, price is going to be the only determining factor. And you know, if I tweak the price a little bit, I may be able to win the bid. So that's an assumption that you have to make because otherwise, if everything else was not the same, things would change dramatically. So as far as your exercise or homework is concerned, go back to a decision that you made and see if you got any sort of a clairvoyant vision. And if nothing comes to mind, what you can do is look at a decision that is coming up somewhere in the next few days or few weeks. And then before you make up your mind, see if you get any sort of a vision in terms of what's the better way to go as far as this decision is concerned. It doesn't necessarily have to be for a contract. It could be whether I can take this or whether I should take this job or not. Maybe if I take this job, this client is going to be a real pain and it won't be worth it. I would rather invest my time looking for a new client or whether or not I should work with this person. And you'll see that when you exercise your clairvoyant ability, you will start strengthening the muscle and you may be able to make decisions by quote unquote, traveling in time. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode and um, I would encourage you to go and play with a couple of decisions from the past or coming up in the future and see what happens. And you can go to theuncannylink.com for episode number seven and make a comment. And I will see you next time. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on iTunes, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcast. You can also get more information on my website, theuncannylink.com.